Hooks up, knives down. Get ready for a plate full of diamonds and join us as we take a bite out of the little apple. I am your host, Katie Weavy. And I am Becky Goff. And this is the Little Apple Bites podcast. And this week we have Bobby French, owner of G. Thomas Jewelers, in with us for our podcast. Hey, Bobby. Welcome in. Hey, Katie. Thank you. And Becky, thanks for having me. Yeah. So we start off every podcast with the same question to everyone, and it throws everyone off. And that is, is, what makes the Little Apples special to you? Oh, man. (laughs) Only one thing? Well, I mean, it can be multiple things. Um, We'll take this for example. You two ladies are creating a podcast just to bring light on all of the unique things we have in Manhattan, Kansas. And there's a long list. If you guys cover everything that goes on in this town, you'll have like a 10-year podcast. <laughs> yeah, there is a ton. We have like a li- we tried to make a list of like every local thing that we could think of and there's it is a, so it is a many. long list it's and we are great. always adding to it. So. Yeah, and there are some creative small business owners in this town. Yes. I love watching them. Yeah. It's there awesome. Is. I think we have listed out if because if we can keep doing this every two weeks, I think we've listed out uh, to the beginning of 2026. Wow. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah. How great and is that? Th- you know, and that's not including anything else that may get started. So Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See it going far. How exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. So tell us a little bit more about G. Thomas. Uh, tell us about the history of G. Thomas Jewelers, how you got here, and a little bit about your history with them as well. Okay, um, so G. Thomas has been in on points for 60 years. We just celebrated 60 years. It got here in 1963. The first manager of G. Thomas Jewelers was Fred Dannenberg. We would recognize that name uh-huh. of Dannenberg Jewelers. Yeah. So he worked there for two years and decided he wanted to go out on his own. So he opened his own business two doors down. <laughs> that store is still there as well. Yep. Um generationally that that has changed a little bit over time where the two families now get along really well i think there was a little animosity maybe back in the 60s yeah but we've worked through all of that there wasn't anything to work through younger generations definitely um we all do different things so and we realize that it's not competition it actually helps the block to have multiple stores so we're a destination for jewelry downtown so um i started working there in 19 (laughs) 99, (laughs) 25 years ago, this July, I was 23 years old and had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. So I was offered a job there, took it and never left. (laughs) So that's awesome. Yeah. So you said you didn't know what you wanted to do, but something drew you to the job. Was it just an opportunity or what made you decide to give it a whirl? Well, it was an opportunity at first. I really just needed a job. And over time, I've found out I'm very much an empath. And in the jewelry business, your clients are all generally very happy, very much in love doing grand gestures. Like they're at that pivotal time in their lives where they're about to get married and create families or they're celebrating long-term anniversaries. Like I couldn't ask for a better set of clients to deal with than a jewelry store so it's just I love hearing all their stories and all the things we do are very sentimental to them so 
Yeah, and I would agree. I know that a big part of what G. Thomas does is they not only just sell the jewelry, but you guys curate uh, specialized, unique jewelry as well. Yes, we do. We have an extremely talented jeweler in the back, um, Glenn. He's been with us for, oof, well, he's been there my whole life. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I think collectively he's been on the bench at G. Thomas Jewelers for 40 of the 60 years. Okay. And uh, he's just incredibly talented. And um, we love to to upcycle pieces, like redesign them from, you know, vintage pieces into mm -hmm. more modern day pieces. And yeah, okay. very passionate about that. Yeah, because yeah. I know that when I visited with you last year, you had talked about some of the pieces where you've like taken gemstones or whatever from like a family piece and then created something new and meaningful to be passed on. So, yeah. Absolutely. What would be like your favorite that you like that you've helped with? Is there a favorite piece for you that you've helped with like redesigning or repurposing? Oh goodness. Oh, <laughs> oh I know. There's so many. <laughs> so many. Um Oh. I think one that really sticks out is um of a woman who was in her 80s and she came in because she wanted to upcycle her wedding set for her granddaughters. She had, I think, three granddaughters and wanted to see what I would come up with because she, and I quote, just didn't trust them to redesign it into something she would like after she was gone. <laughs> oh which my is gosh. kind of cute. Yeah. And um, so it was important to her that these diamonds that she'd been wearing for I think it was 65 years at the time. Oh, wow. Um, she brought them in. We talked over, you know, she, I have met, I'd met her granddaughters. They they come in every summer when they would come spend the summer with their grandma. And um, so we created three ideas, and she said she'd be in in two weeks with the granddaughters to to make sure it was something that they, you know, you know would like, pick their color of gold, et cetera. Um and unfortunately, she passed away within that two weeks, but the granddaughters came anyway, and oh. we got to kind of go over that whole um, process and just talk about grandma and um, that she had been shopping at our store for years. She used to come. She was a retired nurse, and when I was pregnant with my youngest, she would come in and take my blood pressure while oh. I was at work to make sure I wasn't... Like overexerting yeah. myself and, oh my and taking care of the baby. So That's we awesome. got to share a lot of stories about her. and um, Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen them, gosh, in years, but maybe they'll check in sometime soon. There yeah, you go. Get into existence. So, yeah. Yeah. Do a lot yeah. of things like that. So it's just gotcha. neat to see what people do. Yeah. I have to imagine that that is probably one of the better parts about running a jewelry store is seeing all of the couples and seeing the people and just hearing those stories and yeah I mean most people that wear jewelry every piece has a story and there's yeah. a reason that they wear it it reminds them of something special mm -hmm. so it's yeah. really cool so you talk about how you know a lot of the people that come in are you know they're hitting that milestone that big like maybe asking that very important question I assume that some people probably uh, indulge you with their plans of how they're going to propose. Absolutely. <laughs> so one of our questions. Like, yeah. I ask every client how they're going to propose. What's so. been the most unique thing that you've heard someone do? Unique. 
Mm. Or that stood out to you when they when they told you what they were going to do? Well, so <laughs> I love because we get on the front end, you know, they're very nervous. They want to make it special. And, you know, there's all these grand, grand gestures anymore for proposals. And right. there's common ones. Like, it just depends on the couple. Um, I think most recently a young man flew out to wherever his fiance's sister was because they were planning a girls weekend with a whole bunch of friends and going to a Taylor Swift concert. Oh, okay. So naturally they were taking pictures before mm-hmm. the concert yeah, and whatnot. And he happened to show up and be behind her to propose, but he, he placed himself in all of these pictures that were all these group pictures because the two sisters were in the front and all the friends were in the back and they were just, the way it happened was he was in like 10 photos before the the group of girls peeled away and, and let him propose. <laughs> He's just back there like photobombing all these photos. That's awesome. It's so cute. It's all over online. So, Oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, of course, he didn't go to the concert right. after the proposal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah. She said that was like one of the greatest ways to get proposed to because um, that's yeah, part I of imagine. that process. That's yeah. why we ask because you're so – I mean, it's a very, very exciting time. Yeah. So we always tell the – the person coming in that's going to propose, make sure you have something planned after you propose because there's nothing worse than to have all of this joy and excitement and no one to share it with. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like go do an activity like a concert or go to dinner, have have your friends set aside somewhere ready to celebrate your engagement. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Especially the guys need coached through that sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I could see that. Nobody wants to get proposed to say yes. Be all you know excited yeah. and be like, okay, well, good night. Yeah, so yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so. I agree. When I when I got proposed to, uh, he we went on a walk and he proposed, and then I kind of was just like, okay, what now? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like now what? Then he, then he did have like a group of our friends. They had like a potluck at my house and stuff, and I had no idea. But yeah, right. it was one of those initial thoughts of like. Oh, like, what do I do now? Like, exactly. do I call people? <laughs> <laughs> Who do we tell? And yeah. Yeah. Aww. It's an exciting, it's an exciting thing for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we kind of mentioned before we turned on the mics that, you know, you've got some pieces for Valentine's Day that are hard to like describe verbally that maybe we'll hopefully be able to like show off. But I assume is February kind of a busy time for you with it being Valentine's Day? Well, it kind of depends on the year. Okay. Um, this year, uh, not to spoil any surprises, a lot of ladies are getting engaged around <laughs> Valentine's Day. Oh, so wow. I don't know if it's on Valentine's Day or around Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always joke with my staff, I would love to volunteer to serve tables at a restaurant on Valentine's Day and like just see the proposal. Because like, you know, yeah. there's proposals going on all the time. Oh, yeah. But um, I also think it would be fun to drop fake engagement rings in people's drinks when they're <gasps> dining on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, apologize profusely and pay for their bill. Right. But, yes. You know, yeah. like, oh, my gosh. I think that'd be such a fun way to spend Valentine's <laughs> no, <it would>. Day. <laughs> oh, I my gosh. I mean, you gosh. have to read the room. Make sure right. you, like, yeah. either don't yeah, really like each other or... Um, yeah. Tell that it's gonna can be take a joke. Yeah, basically. that it's gonna be well received. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Don't need to cause too much drama. 
Exactly. Oh, I love that. I think that, <laughs> don't you think oh, that would be it. fun? Yeah. Oh. Maybe you could work that into your podcast. Oh, there you go. Valentine's yeah. or something. If, uh, if you see any engagement rings that you weren't expecting, maybe check out G. Thomas Rollers. Maybe it was Robbie. Oh, oh my gosh. So, but to answer awesome. your question, yes, a lot of people are getting engaged this year. Um, and then on the flip side, it, jewelry stores are not super, super busy at Valentine's. It's kind of a high price point for a Valentine's gift right. coming off of Christmas. Yeah. The economy's uh, pretty tricky right now. Things are very expensive. So yeah. we're not um, anticipating a, a huge spike in sales for Valentine's, but we'll, we'll get some. Yeah. So um, there are a lot of anniversaries uh, yeah. around, val- around Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. too. So we'll get a lot of um, you know, monumental anniversary sales because you know 20 years 10 years oh yeah the zeros in the five years those do pretty well for anniversaries um we've got some custom made heart rings we did this year and i'm not gonna lie i'm not a heart person but this ring is adorable so it's very cute yeah i'll i'll show that to you when i see you next okay that sounds great um and then just focusing on quality wearable pieces that are in that under 200 price range Oh, nice. So, yeah, got a few things we've made up for this year. So That's awesome. Yeah. What would you say your favorite thing to design or sell is? Is it more the engagement rings or is it more kind of the anniversary pieces, the necklaces or? Um, so my, my absolute favorite thing to do in design is when I have a handful of clients that mm-hmm. will come in they either know me or have seen me do pieces for other people, and they'll say, this is what I have. Do whatever you want. Yeah. That is my absolute favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so um, only for the for the aspect of it's, it's, it's just really neat to have creative leeway mm-hmm. and then to see their faces. Like I haven't, again, it's only been a handful, so I haven't had a client yet that's like, that's awful. I hate it. Like (laughs) they've always been like, oh my gosh, I couldn't have dreamed it being better. So, um, those are my favorites. Yeah. That's awesome. But I feel like you've probably figured out like what questions to ask to kind of have that, get that idea of, you know, what they're looking for, even if they're telling you do whatever you want. Right. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, there are some specific questions. What color of metals do you like? What colors do you wear? Um, You know, what do you do on a day to day basis? Is this something you're going to wear every day? Um, are you building retaining walls in your backyard? That's not going to be great (laughs) on a, on a precious metal ring. Right. Um, certain stones don't, aren't great for everyday wear. Certain things you can't keep in certain areas of your house, like pearls and opals. You don't want to keep those in your bathroom. Um, cause the moisture will have a, have an effect on, especially the pearls. It loosens the epoxy and your pearl falls off and. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> right? You don't want to do that. Yeah. So then you're chasing it down and bringing it back to us. Yes. So, yeah. And that while and while getting to see those people again is not necessarily a bad thing, it's just trying to right help them through that, that right? unfortunate event, probably. Exactly, yes. And I'm so adamant about quality products that yeah. there are some things I just won't sell I'm just like I'm really sorry but that's a terrible idea um, <laughs> um anytime we make a new design at work I will wear it for a week week and a half okay and I'm hard on stuff and yeah. I, I know how hard I am on stuff so 
I will, if it can survive me for a week and a half, okay. then it's um, usually got the seal of approval. But I mean, I've got nothing on my hands right now because the last piece we made, actually, it like cut my finger. I'm like, well, this isn't going to work. Oh, so no. I have to <laughs> rework this one. So, yeah. which we're in the middle of. But yeah. Yeah. yeah you so. don't want. Don't Product testing. It's not a bad gig if you're in the jewelry industry. Yeah, so that doesn't sound all that horrible to get to try out different it's pieces. It's not too bad. It's not bad at all. So then I'm sure that's helped you figure out. I'm sure you know exactly what it is you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes that's a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> so Because it is that specific and you know exactly I'll make something and then things. I'm like, I have to keep this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, yeah. I can see where that could become a problem. Right? Yeah. Yep. Some things don't hit the market for a couple years. I'll wear it for a while and then be like, oh, okay, I'll part with it now. And then you're like, so. oh, man, I got to make space in the jewelry box for something new. Yes. Yeah. It's a thing. Oh. <laughs> so. Oh. And now you guys also do repairs, um, resizing, things like that as well. Uh Uh-huh. We sure do. Um, So I'm going to throw Katie under the bus. Roll your eyes all you want. (laughs) I know you guys can't see this, but Katie just rolled her eyes at me because I'm going to. Yeah. Well, because we already talked about Katie's ring uh, when we were doing our podcast planning, uh, her wedding and engagement ring set and her wedding ring. And engagement ring are not connected. Yeah, oh. and they drive me crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's and actually I, not good for him either. Yeah. So yeah. we were talking and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's something Bobby can help with. We absolutely <laughs> can. Yeah. You don't want two metals rubbing up against each other. They're not going to last very long. Oh. So See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're talking seven to ten years before you'll see major wear. But okay. Yeah. They'll yeah. get really sharp on the sides and wear Ooh. each other out. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See? I definitely need to get them put together. And then it I, bothers you because they probably don't line up perfectly all the time, right? They don't line That's up yeah. perfectly. I'm constantly like flipping <laughs> yeah. it. But yeah. And then you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not throwing on Thanks for calling me out. Yeah. But yeah. I, there's actually you know. only like three in house jewelers in town, and they're all very mm-hmm. good. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's Fifeleys, Danabergs, and G. Thomas. Mm-hmm. Everyone else um, ships their things out to repair centers. Yeah. Oh goodness. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's the a thing lot of your chain that, stores. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of chain stores do that, and I was going to talk about that um, because I. My husband did not shop local for my ring. Uh, <laughs> okay. It takes but, all kinds to yeah. make a community. So. But uh, it's one of those things like I needed to get it resized and things like that. And it's like you can't just, I don't want to just mail it out and hope that it comes back, you right. know. And so that is one of the be more. Be without it for weeks and weeks upon end. And, yeah. And be yeah. wondering like, is it going to get lost in the mail? Is it going to get taken? Like, ooh, I don't know. And so, yeah, it's one of those things that it makes shopping local more important and I think more beneficial because you can just go back to your local jewelry and it's going to stay in-house you know where it is mm-hmm. like it's more protected yeah so. true but that's okay yeah that's all right <laughs> we will clean and polish it for free too so okay yeah and that's anybody so it's not just Katie <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah Good. yeah well yeah we were discussing it and because uh, she was fidgeting with her ring and I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, yeah. I got to get it lined up. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yep. I was like, OK, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I was like, And then my ring is also not uh, diamonds. And so it also, I think, 
makes it a little bit different. I yeah. know that. But it's yeah. is that still, colored it's still I beautiful. See, yeah, show it off. Way, no so. one can see it. Ooh. So it's very sparkly. Yes, it is pretty. And well, I can see why you would want to line those up. And yeah. yes. uh, yeah. it's moissanite. Uh-huh. And so um all of the all of the stones in it are moissanite. So Yeah. You have yeah. that rainbow prismatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very pretty. Thank it's a pretty you. Ring. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah, maybe sometime Katie I will, will share. Tell my husband that he gets the stamp of approval <laughs> from G. Thomas. There so. you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you do take it into a jeweler to be work on them, um, mm-hmm. that's exactly the right thing to do is let them know that those stones are moissanites. Mm-hmm. Most jewelers would see that right away. Um, but a, a newer jeweler, younger jeweler, if not, there's a little bit different process in sizing it mm-hmm. as far as. Um, called squinching basically it's the cooling off process of the ring you don't want to do that too quickly on a moissanite because it will break oh yeah so an experienced jeweler is important if you're getting them worked on yeah okay well that's very good to know hey see look at this so it's good (laughs) that i brought this act like (laughs) yes so yeah Yeah. but still absolutely shiny and sparkly yes, very, and very pretty my untrained eye had no clue until she told me most so. people well, don't know. very popular mm-hmm. yeah very popular they just have a different way they radiate light yeah so yeah, yeah. they i think they're a lot more reflective mm-hmm. um and yeah and literally nobody can tell unless i tell them or they are a jeweler and then they're like mm, yeah. that night i'm like yep yep <laughs> Yep, and then they're just looking out for themselves if yeah. they're going to work on it. Cause, yeah. yeah, it's just, again, a different process when it's getting worked on. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, uh, Katie, I'm doing it again. I lost my spot. I know. We got off topic talking about It's me okay, though. And <laughs> I know, and it was my fault. It's because you and threw her under the bus. I did. And, yeah. and you <laughs> forgot where you were going. So. Yeah, and last, Karma. <laughs> well, yeah. what's funny is last time... I, I didn't even throw Katie under the bus about anything, and I still got lost. So. <laughs> that means you're very attentive in the conversation. Yeah, right? yeah you're just getting lost in the... Yes, basically. Lost. We must be interesting. Well, and then I'm sitting here, and I'm like, imagining going into your store, since I've been in there a couple of times, and just like, just thinking about like, hey, I haven't been in there in like a year. I should right. go wander it around. It was last and... February, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right after we got. So, did we want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to skip over. Cause... I mean, robbed isn't the right word, but um, um, yeah. very. Yeah. Turned out those were professionals. So Yes. Yeah. So, Katie. Wow. Do you? I do not know okay. about this at all. Mm-hmm. And it's up to Bobby. We can we can tell I Katie about. I mean, yeah, we can talk about it on the podcast fine. if you want. So, That's up to you. I mean, I don't think Otherwise, it's against the law. No, I mean, we I mean, I don't think so either. Learned and, quite a bit from it. Yeah. So, but we had some, we had three ladies come in that were part of a, a Romani theft ring and like <laughs> oh, nation, wow. yeah, uh, yeah, nationwide, <laughs> and they. Managed to they was they shopped. Mm-hmm. I, I use air quotes shopped for over an hour and through sleight of hand, distraction, a whole lot of other um, just clever ways, tricking cameras, just incredibly good at what they did mm-hmm. and really nice, which is a bummer because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we essentially were taken advantage of and. Um, they got away with just a little over eighteen thousand dollars worth of stuff. Wow! Yeah. So, which isn't 
super hard to do in a yeah. jewelry store, but it's kind of hard to do. Right. So, yeah. 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 Yep. They were because they were good. Well, because wow. that was the day that I was actually supposed to go over and visit Bobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan and I were going to oh, shoot okay. one of his uh, Fool Around and Find Out series that he did last year. Mm-hmm. And Bobby calls and says, hey, um, we're going to have to reschedule. And Dan's like, sure, yeah, okay. We're getting ready to walk out the door. And she's like, no, really. <laughs> I was like, we've and, just been like, basically robbed yeah. a lot. And yeah. It's and so, so we're cool like, you guys. You're immediately like, Send us over your footage. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah. So yeah. I was like, Dan, I was like, if she's got any video, get it to me and I'll get it posted. And so as soon as we could, like we yeah, had that up incredible. same day. Like, so grateful. And turned out a store in McPherson was robbed the day before yeah. by the oh, same people. Wow. And yeah. it took no less than 30 minutes yeah. for the Facebook social media community to put that to together. Yeah. It is crazy how fast things like on Facebook can be like, oh, I know that person. Or I saw that person. It's yeah, yeah. It's I, crazy. I don't yeah. think it was up 10 minutes and someone was like, is this the same people yeah. that from the footage in McPherson? And it was the exact same ladies. Yeah. They hadn't even changed their clothes. No. The only thing that oh, changed wow. is I think one of them had on a hat on one day that didn't, but then also, but oh, then the didn't on the other day. Yeah. yeah. She was the nicest one. <laughs> and, um, but otherwise they, they were carrying the same bags they had yeah. on the same clothes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was crazy and like wow. to gucci think. bags yeah you know like yeah, yeah. they were designer bags like some gucci in manhattan but yeah but yeah no, not, not real no <laughs> so <laughs> not or not much if it is yeah 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 but so, yeah that was a fun day yeah because then also i got questioned where i got the footage oh you did <laughs> well yeah and then i just had to explain that you know i know the owner of the shop and i had permission to make use of it right and yeah that was yeah, one of those like from law enforcement community was like, hey, how did you get that? We didn't release it. And it's like, oh, well, I got it direct from the business owner. Right. You guys had to actually put it out there before the police came. Yeah. So, yeah. which I'm so grateful for. If it stopped yeah. any other store in Kansas being taken. I know. Like, yeah. yeah. I think their next hit was three or four days later. Yeah. So they were like, ooh, we better... Yeah. Maybe lay low for a little bit because that spread like wildfire. Yeah, I think it. I think they may have actually gotten a little bit scared and probably like, a little nervous. Yeah, like, made them. That was quick. Yeah, made them travel <laughs> a little Manhattan farther. Eyes. Don't mess with them. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's one of the things that I do like about my job is being able to inform people about things that are going on, not just the negatives, right. also the positives. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. So necessary. Yeah. So, very helpful. So. So, I should have sent you guys a thank you note. I'm sorry. It's okay. I will do that. No worries. <laughs> Free diamonds for the whole radio station. <laughs> Can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No. oh, my goodness. But, yeah, so that was, like, one of the biggest things for me, um, just being able to share that for you guys and, like, being able to assist you in that way because there's not really – how else can I help other than right. to just get the word out? And so That was huge help. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing. Yeah, I just was like, she was all worried about, oh my gosh, we're having to delay you guys. And we're like, Bobby, take care of what you need to take care of. Don't worry about us. We will reschedule. But yeah, so we did. And you can find that still out there on Facebook, the fool around and find out stuff. So, but yeah, no, it was just one of those things where it was just like, we didn't quite believe her at first. We weren't sure if she was just trying to prank us because Mm. it was like, I think, I don't remember if we were supposed to be there at like two o'clock or something. And it was like 157 and we hadn't walked out the door here, but you know, we're just a couple blocks away. It's really, we didn't need to rush. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so 
wasn't yeah. sure if she was just trying was... to prank us. And then, no, come to find out, no, it was 100% true. My alarm went off to say you guys were coming. And I was like, oh, no, I can't do this today. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But. yeah. All right. So aside from that memorable experience, <laughs> has there been anything else? Like what would be the most memorable thing over your time at G. Thomas? I know we've talked about like most, you know, uh, memorable engagement or what have you. And then also the lady with the repurposing of her jewelry. But aside of those like type of things, like what else would be a, a memorable situation that you've been in at your shop? Oh, wow. Let's see. Well, I mean, we're skipping over COVID, right? Yeah. We're all trying to delete that. (laughs) Actually, I mean, COVID taught me so many things about my business, about how I'm not going to use the word. I'm not going to use the P word because I think it was overused for COVID. Yeah. Do you know what word I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. Which one? You can say it. I can't. I don't want to. You don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) That's code for, I don't know. (laughs) I'd rather not. So um, that really forced me, forced my hand into creating pieces. Yeah. So um, I would have never started doing that if we weren't force closed. Yeah. Apparently jewelry is not essential. I beg to differ. I don't understand. um, (laughs) According to the government, Mm. we are non-essential. I feel like that's like an essential for like creating like positive vibes. Right. But what do we know? I agree. So, but we actually still did um, quite a bit of business during COVID met a lot of people we probably wouldn't have met because not every jeweler was showing up to work. They were staying home and hunkering down Mm, and um, they couldn't afford to not to. (laughs) (laughs) So I showed up every day and every day answered a phone call and I think every day sold something. Yeah. So... Um, and again, met a lot of people, excuse me, Yeah, that probably wouldn't have come in if another store in town had been open. So gotcha. I don't want to name drop, but we saw, we met some pretty important people that we really wouldn't have seen before. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So that was a neat connection. Yeah. You recently expanded to Junction City as well, correct? You now have a place here in downtown Manhattan and then- a place in Junction City. Yes. Tell us about that extension and what happened there. Oh, goodness. That, honestly, Junction City is kind of a, a passion project. Okay. Like, they are trying really hard to clean up their downtown mm-hmm. and remake their image over there. And there's a large group of people that are just really investing their time and their energies and their talents into doing that. And we were approached, I was approached multiple times to see if we would consider doing that. Mm -hmm. And um, finally, after COVID, decided, oh, we could probably make this work. So um, it's a a very different community than Manhattan, different clientele, Mm -hmm. a lot of military, much smaller. I mean, they're like, what, maybe a third of the size of Manhattan? So Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's been... A unique experience. I didn't really think that through with staffing. I don't have enough people to man <laughs> two stores most of the time. Okay. So, um, so there are very we're very limited hours over there. We're only open like three days a week. Okay. Um, but it's the only jewelry store over there. 
And yeah. um, a lot of the patrons over there are pretty patient with you. Just consistency is key in building some trust. And I think we've accomplished that. We're less than three years old over there. So yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. see. So, But it's enjoyable. It's, it's a nice change of pace in the That's week. Good. So. I think that Junction City is a great community and we the radio station does a lot with junction city as well so i think that's awesome yeah i agree and they they try really hard over there yeah so so where are where are where at in junction city are you located i don't remember oh we're at the <laughs> grid lead in thank you <laughs> we're at You're the corner of 7th and washington 628 north washington okay so it's so usually well before the bridge was Oh, that thing's been closed forever. I know. Almost as long as we've been there. So <laughs> But yeah, so it used to come in on sixth. So Yeah. That kind of reminds me it's just just a block up. So yeah, just a block up. So All right. yeah, they've got some new restaurants over there and they're really they're uh what do they have? Their opera house is yeah. has been yes. renovated. I think that opens up this weekend. And yes. And yeah. then they've got a whole bunch of shows. So you can make a whole day out of it. You go can. eat, go yeah. see Bobby. Some great and then shops <laughs> over there. So find the other shops and then yeah, go see a show. So. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't think we have any other questions. Do you have anything else, Becky? I don't, but my question was going to be, was there anything, Bobby, that we didn't ask you about that you maybe anticipated or would want the community to know about G. Thomas Jewelers? Hmm. <clears throat> anything. <laughs> literally wow. anything. What would you want to ask about us? Mm. I think... I think you've covered most, I mean, most everything. <laughs> I mean, other than I think it's kind of known in the community that my passion is giving back to our community. Yes. Um, and that's kind of directly correlates with how many customers we have in a year and, mm -hmm. and how much, you know, how many, how many people we see directly affects how much we can give back to the community. So in a perfect world, we would be able to give to everything, donate to everything. Um, I think, it's challenging in Manhattan for small businesses because they're constantly being asked to donate. Right. And, you know, small business is the backbone of the community. But yes. um, I think I would ask you to encourage patrons to remind themselves to shop locally. And obviously mm -hmm. box stores, you know, it takes it takes all of us to make a good community. We right. can't just survive solely off of small business or solely off of box stores. But maybe try to – my rule of thumb is if I buy something – at a box store or online, I try to go buy something locally to even it out. It might just be causing a shopping problem. I'm not sure. <laughs> so, oh, um, I but mean, yeah, I mean, a good good reminders of yeah. that to to support. We have such great locally owned small business that is very creative, and they work day in and day out to reinvent themselves. And it's a difficult job, and it gets exhausting. And it's it's the patrons that makes it all worth it. So. Yeah. Awesome. Shop local. Yeah. <laughs> we agree. Uh, absolutely. So. <laughs> well, Bobby, tell us where can we find out more information? What's your website, your social media? Um, everything's under G. Thomas Jewelers. We've got www.gthomasjewelers.com and our social media is all G. Thomas Jewelers or G. Thomas Jewelers JC. So, okay. Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, Bobby, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Right. Uh, thanks again to Bobby French from G. Thomas Jewelers. We had so much fun with you today talking about jewelry and what you've got coming up for Valentine's Day and all of your amazing stories. Uh, so thank you again for joining us. Becky, tell us what's going on with news. Well, Katie, as a reminder, as we have every Saturday is the downtown farmer's market at the corner of Leavenworth and 3rd Streets. And that is open, um, on, starts at 9 o'clock because of winter hours right now. And it goes from 9 to 1. And, you know, there's your fresh fruits, fresh vegetables. There's even some homemade goods and homemade crafts and things like that that you can find if you're looking for something maybe non-traditional for the upcoming Valentine's Day holidays. So just kind of keep that in mind. You might be able to find something unique there. Or just get yourself some, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables to add to your meals coming up. Yeah, absolutely. A great place to shop for uh, little tchotchkes and trinkets for that special someone. Um, Also happening this weekend, Sunday, for all of those Sunday Swifties out there, uh, Manhattan Brewing Company is hosting a Sunday Swifties event. It's for all ages. Uh, they'll have mocktails as well as cocktails uh, if you're over 21 that are going to be inspired by Taylor Swift. And there's going to be music, a photo booth. I'm excited. I think that this is going to be a really cool event. If yeah. you couldn't tell, I am I am a Swifty. Yeah, you're definitely more of a Swifty than I am. And this event, they actually decided to host this event after a previous event themed mm-hmm. around Taylor Swift had such a good reception. Um, only that one was for those 21 and older. This one allows you to bring your family and be able to kind of enjoy the whole atmosphere together there at Manhattan Brewing Company. So that's pretty cool. And then on Monday, um, for those of you who sports ball way more than I do, um, <laughs> Monday, Promise February the the 5th, yeah, um, is the KSU Humans basketball team is hosting the KUJ Hawks, and that is at Bramlage Coliseum at 8 p.m. And I think that is like the Big Monday game. I think is what. Yep, it's ESPN's Big Monday, so that's yeah. why it's so late at 8 p.m. But it's always a good game when we're playing KU. The atmosphere is crazy. Uh, highly recommend going or at least watching on TV if you can. Yeah, It'll, absolutely. Obviously, we're on back-to-back-to-back losses right now, I think, uh, which is not great, but I think I think it's comeback time for the Cats. Yeah, there so. you go. Hopefully, they'll be in it to win it. Yes. LOL. So then, after that, on Wednesday is the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce's Military Relations Committee Luncheon, and that's hosted by, or they are hosting, not hosted by Dr. Bob, Dr. Bob Smith from Fort Riley Museums. He's the director over there. Um, He is one of the keynote speakers, as is Command Sergeant Major Retired Jim Sands. They're going to just kind of give an overview of the Fort Riley Museums and other things related to Fort Riley. Awesome. Uh, Also next Friday, February 9th, uh, at 6 p.m., Junction City High School basketball teams are going to host the Manhattan High School Indians. Uh, very excited, big rivalry game again uh, for Junction City High School and Manhattan High Schools. And our radio station, 107.9 FM, 1420 AM, is going to be uh, broadcasting the game 
So you can listen to our friend Anthony Georges there calling that game. I think it'll be it'll be a good one for sure. Yeah, definitely. Can't wait to see. Like I'm kind of glad that my kids don't go to either school so I don't have to pick one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's going to be another one of those good rivalry games. So also on Friday the 9th is the 20th K-State Drag Show and this year the theme is Life in Plastic and it's hosted by Monica Morey and it starts at 7 p.m. at McCain Auditorium. Tickets did go on sale on Wednesday, January 31st and we're going fairly quickly so there may still be some tickets left over. Um, you can buy those at the box office at McCain Auditorium. You can also buy them online if you go to McCain Auditorium's website um, and there are guest performances by six Manhattan area drag performers that are, will be performing alongside Monica Moray. So I went last year. It was absolutely a blast. Such a fun time. Just so much, just a positive atmosphere there. So it's a great time if you are able to make it out there for that. Yeah. Make sure to get your tickets. Uh, I know that those shows go fast. Absolutely. And yes. it'll be a good time. Yes. Uh, also, Saturday, February 10th, uh, K-State women's basketball team hosts Oklahoma State. Uh, that's going to be at 4 o'clock. I know that uh, that'll be a good game. The women uh, basketball team is on fire right now. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so definitely go check that out if you have some time. Also the 10th, and you can cut this out. <laughs> no, go for okay. it. What do you have on the 10th? Okay, Katie. It is my mother's birthday. Oh. And I know she listens to this podcast. Okay. So happy birthday, Katie's mom. Happy birthday, mom. Yeah. Uh, I won't say how old you are. That's out of respect. Polite. That is very respectful of you to do that. <laughs> and then on Sunday, February the 11th, the Manhattan Entertainment Company, which is located in Candlewood, is going to host a drag brunch extravaganza kind of as a follow-up to that K-State drag show. Um, they are actually hosting these drag brunches monthly, but they moved this one up so that it could be the same weekend, um, allowing them to also have six drag performers being at the um, drag brunch. And that does require advanced purchase of tickets to be able to be there, but there's different levels of tickets. Mm -hmm. You can get just the straight ticket to just... Go in and just enjoy the show. You can get the one that includes the brunch, and this time is an all-you-can-eat all pancake bar with scrambled eggs, bacon, and a variety of other foods to go along with that. And then if you are 21 and over, you can add uh, endless mimosas to that for an additional charge. Always so, a good time when there's endless mimosas. Exactly. So that definitely all that information about ticketing and everything can be found if you go to Facebook and search Manhattan Entertainment Company. And that's just kind of a cool thing they've started over there. I've not gone yet, but I am planning to go. And that show is for 13 and up. So yeah, you have those kiddos that want to go along, definitely take them along with you. That will also time. be nice if you if you can't get tickets uh, for K-State's drag show uh, February 11th, just a few days later. It'll also, I think, be a, a good show. Yeah. And then something else, Katie, is uh, also February 11th is that... Uh, ginormous football game that I know a lot of people in our area the big game yes <laughs> exactly um so the <laughs> <laughs> okay so the Chiefs versus the 49ers. 49ers hey you know I'm not a sports ball person but I at least know who's in the big game it is Chiefs at the 49ers mm -hmm. Uh, and then I guess it said at the 49ers. Is I actually at the 49ers? It is 
It's at Raiders Stadium yes. in Las Vegas. It's in Las Vegas. It'll and definitely be a good time. Uh, yeah. Make sure to get with your friends. Enjoy the big game. And be Karma Karma's the guy on the Chiefs, so, you know. Right, exactly. And then just make sure you celebrate responsibly, regardless of the outcome for your team. Um, and then something else, kind of a trivial piece of information that I heard, Katie, is that... Uh, both the Chiefs and the 49ers now are getting to play in a postseason game in the Raiders stadium before the Raiders ever do. So, yep. <laughs> just something. Sorry, Raiders fans. I know there's a few of you that might yeah. listen. I know I've got some friends who are. Sorry, guys. Um, I don't sports well, so I just have to go by the information I can find. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Uh, I think that's all the news we have for this uh couple of weeks here until our next episode which is going to air february 16th that friday at 8 a.m be ready to uh hear from us again and hear from our next guest we're excited to see you guys again but until then you can listen back to our podcasts uh anywhere that you get your podcast spotify apple podcasts uh, Podbean, and you can also find it on littleapplepost.com under the podcast tab. Yes. And uh, you can also find your news there at littleapplepost.com. We are posting news stories more than daily, uh, all the time, trying to keep up with everything going on around the community. So if you have questions, uh, Little Apple Post is the way to find it. Yep. And just remember, a locally grown apple a day keeps our community unique in every way, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.